Alright, what's up everybody? Zombies here again, and today we have another episode of the Fighting Pit Podcast for you, episode 6. And as always, I am joined by my two co-hosts, Mohu and Tankster. How are you guys doing today? I am doing, like always, fabulously. I am currently unable to lose a game of any video game that I play. I am 65% win rate in standard right now. It is wow. stupid. I need to just keep clicking the play button, but we're taking a break from mercenaries, and I am ready to talk and get excited for some new Merc stuff because some crazy stuff got announced. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm feeling good. I'm enjoying a little bit of the, the downtime while I have it, going through my backlog a bit. Uh, those of you who've been following me on Twitter know I'm a duels main now, uh, <laughs> or at least until, you know, we get some, some juicy Mercs info, uh, which we get, did get a little bit of this week. So we're going to talk about that, uh, maybe speculate and, and talk about some cool community events, right, Zombies? Yeah, no, there's some, uh, there's some really exciting stuff to, uh, to talk about this week. Uh, I figured what we would go over first is going to be the small update we got from Paul in the Discord. It's funny, we actually got that like, what, like 10 or 12 hours after we recorded uh, last week's episode. So, Which <laughs> I have to say, I told you would happen. You did. I, in, in our Discord chat, I said, guys, should we wait a day uh, to record because we might get some, some info? And then I think we like stopped the podcast woke up the next morning and suddenly Paul had just like dropped some knowledge on everybody. I was like, son of a <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that, so it goes, right? That's how it goes sometimes. But we're here to talk about it now. So with this news, um, basically, let's see. Uh, so he gave us some, one of the, the really cool things that I think a lot of people aren't necessarily talking as much about as they should is the first part of the update here mentions that they had some restructuring of the team in Mercenaries. So the actual yeah, quote here says, we had some restructuring of the team. Mercenaries is now one of the main pods with fully dedicated support from other disciplines. So that should make things that they want to accomplish this year easier to do. And he's not sure what the, he can talk about and announce just yet, but he has a few few things that he did feel comfortable sharing with us. Um, 22.2, so these are patch numbers. 22.2 um, is going to be the next patch we get. Um, some people thought it was going to be coming this week, this past Tuesday, but um, I think we got an update on Twitter on Monday that said the next patch is coming real soon, but not as soon as some people were expecting. So I think that means uh, next week is a little bit more likely for this 22.2 patch, and it's expected to bring the Battlegrounds update that we usually get after a uh, month or so of a expansion release along with some new mercenaries which he mentions here as well as a new zone and bounties so that's really exciting we haven't oh, yeah. got that yet like but it's just been additions on yeah. blackrock so far so I, i'm really excited to see what they pick especially because we know um from a previous announcement that it's going to be dragon mercenaries they've already done Blackrock Mountain. I'm wondering what other dragon-centric area we might end up seeing um, that they could kind of use to theme around these new mercenaries. Because um, if they're giving it a whole new zone, I feel like it's going to be uh, a little bit of a bigger addition compared to what we got in the past, um, where it's just like three new bosses. 
Um, but it, who knows, right? It's a, it's the first time we're getting that. And he also mentions Training Grounds. V1 should be out as well. And really interestingly, the third equipment is no longer going to unlock from task number seven for these new mercenaries. And instead, it is now going to be accessible um, by clearing the appropriate heroic bounty with that mercenary on your team. And there's one more uh, feature that he's really hoping to get out for the patch after the one with the new content, but no real specifics on that yet. And after that, they really want to start putting more focus on an endgame PVE system. So that is the, the whole update. Um, a lot of stuff there. <laughs> a lot of stuff there. Yeah, a mm -hmm. lot to unpack. <laughs> and and if I could start with, with the very top of the list, it, for those of you who are unable to decode patch numbers like we just do uh, by nature uh, at this point, so remember that uh, the Fractic uh, fractured and Alteric Valley expansion was uh, 22.0. Mm -hmm. The first balance patch was 22.1. Um, so 22.2 is going to be the next big um, content patch coming. Uh, we can expect dot three to usually be a balance patch, um, whereas dot fours uh, historically are mini sets. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, Typically, we'll get a dot five with uh, any balance changes from a mini set, and then back to dot o for the new expansion, which of course will be Hearthstone Patch twenty three dot o. So uh, that's kind of the timeline we're looking at. You you can kind of expect mini set to hit. Uh, we're projecting February ish if Blizzard's yeah. sticking to the timeline, uh, and it doesn't get delayed like it did that time that it got delayed. Mm -hmm. um, so, but. New mercs, you guys. How hyped are we about that? Mullahu, yeah, like, uh, are, are you going to finally not play MAM anymore? Are you going to use some new mercs? Like, what are yeah, we doing oh, here? No, no, no. It's just which one goes into MAM. It's oh, well, I'm going to okay. start playing my Ysera in MAM. That's there all. There it is. Oh, That's got all. it, got it. Um, no, I, I honestly didn't even know that they were... Uh, all dragon mercs. What? What? When was the? When was the sneaky hint on that? So, or not even necessarily all dragon mercs, but like too. dragons. Um, yeah. it was a while dragon ago. Theme. I think it was uh, probably a week or two at least before the holiday break. So, like quite some time ago. Um, but mm. someone was asking in the Discord about if more dragons were coming because obviously right now we have <laughs> we have two dragons, Somebody. right? What is it? Two or three? We have uh, yeah, two and a half with Voon. Two, two and a half. Okay, Voon Summon is the half, and then we have Alex Straza and Brightwing. So really not a lot of dragons um, mm -hmm. for Gruul to take advantage of. So <laughs> someone asked if, you know, more dragons are coming, and uh, Paul actually replied and said dragons are coming really soon. Um, mm -hmm. I basically, I'm pretty sure he confirmed they were going to be the focus of the next bunch coming out. And that was after we got Valera, so I imagine that's going to be the uh, the ones we're getting in, hopefully, next week. Okay. I mean, that would be sick. I mean, be spicy. I wonder, does that also loosely hint at what the mini set is supposed to be then? Because before the mini set, like, the release of Mercs right mm -hmm. before the mini set was Pirates, and then we got the Deadmine set. Oh, that's true. I didn't and think about that. now this is the release pre-mini set. I don't know if we know anything about the mini set yet. I don't think we do. After we do not. Alterac Valley, and I can't even think of... Actually, no, it could just be like a Blackwing Lair kind of thing. 
Uh, that's that, that Oh, well, oh, wait a minute. Doesn't that not check out with like almost everything? It's a raid, which could be a PvE end game content. It has Nefarian, other dragons, Chromagus, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Chromagus could be a multicolored merc. Could be a, sh- a, sh- a color shifting merc. They could have the, the roles changing in Chromagus. Ooh, I didn't think about it. So that, that, could be, that could be an angle. Because post-Alterac so Valley, it kind of makes sense. Like everyone's level 60. They've gotten their PvP gear or whatever. And now it's time to like push the raid content with some of your your epics from and, and back in and back in wow you know the you've got the zone that comes immediately after you start kind of going to raid because the mm-hmm. um oh I'm, I'm blanking on the name of the last pve zone currently in in mercenaries uh, someone help me out it here. is black rock mountain black rock right so that's where black ring lair is yeah. yeah. Well, we do so already have go... Chromagus. Like uh, that. That design is actually we have Chromagus. Mm. Ah, that's the, true. I guess he was one yeah. of the. Uh, and he they does what you said though. House. He does the oh, yeah. the swapping of. Uh, he starts out neutral and then he swaps to a different thing each turn. It's actually a really cool fight. Mm. Oh, um, I one shot him with the Valera. <laughs> yeah, I never actually saw that. I feel like I kind of like cheese the fl- fight. Need to go back and see it. Yeah, it's actually a really cool fight. Cool the uh, okay. The last bunch of PV stuff was, in my opinion, the most fun and interesting, like boss wise. Yeah, totally. mm-hmm. And I really loved that uh, that Garrosh OTK you could do on Nefarian. That was yeah, a really that was fun. Cool. From, yeah. I, I think Old Guardian uh, came up with that. No, someone in you know what? Someone actually gave me that information, and I I put together that was a little, you. Yeah, yeah. Because so, <laughs> someone commented about it. Like, I, and I, I gave them credit in the video, but someone commented on one of the other, I did a different farming video that also included mm. a little bit of Nefarian. And they were like, hey, I have this like really awesome strategy. It was like, I tried it and I was like, holy shit, this is sweet. <laughs> like, and that was so much fun. A lot of people liked that, that video. A lot of people enjoyed that one. Like PVE stuff can be really cool when you have like the, those like weird uh, fringe interactions to like kill a boss. Like, yeah. I think that's that's a really neat aspect of it and i think we're going to see more of that as like you know an eventual end game uh does get more developed for pv i could definitely see like yeah we see even right now some mercenaries that aren't as popular in pvp are all-stars in pv like for the longest time fire saw no play in pvp like for what like two months i mean uh i'm gonna take a little bit of credit for bringing into popularity like kind of recently but it's just fun to play and it's not as bad as like you think it would be well and on the color changing thing let's also remember that um i believe it's uh vanessa has a treasure in pve that Mm -hmm. allows her to uh i want to say attack and then choose a color to uh turn into she can basically turn into oh, really? fighter or caster so that know. that is currently implemented Ooh. in game that's for dangerous. mercenaries that's not really just dangerous. for a boss so <laughs> i'm not i'm not i'm just saying the functionality exists, exists today wow that's good to know mm-hmm. i did not know about that that's well weird. i had to i had to level my my best you know n- number two because obviously blink fox number one best boy which <laughs> makes uh you know vanessa van cleef number two best girl um <laughs> but uh yeah that was really exciting when i found that because i was like okay so they were testing it i have this this conspiracy theory in my head that the mechanics they want to use they test out as treasures first whether or not that is true i may or may not be basing that entirely off my my vanessa van cleef theory <laughs> at this moment but um 
feels right. And I think that's what's important for a conspiracy theory. <laughs> True. Yeah. It's all about feel. Yeah, yeah right. Mm-hmm. So no, and got... I, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, the, the, and just kind of to like wrap, to finish the like, mixing together the pve thing i mean obviously that, that's why chromagus sounded too good right i honestly right. forgot that they were already in the game yeah. but um i have <laughs> to okay. I'll have to go back and look at like some of those raids i mean i would tell i would suggest that's probably the first place i would look i would go to what characters were part of the end game of vanilla like classic wow where do dragons fit into that and then which just mercs could be pulled from raids but then what i would we talked about it very briefly once upon a time my ideal PvE endgame, quote unquote, is puzzle challenges. Chess mm-hmm. puzzle challenges that are here's the situation, here are mercs, solve this puzzle. You have like Boomsday. one turns, two turns, three turns. Yeah, 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 exactly. Boomsday mm-hmm. is the, the Hearthstone equivalent. Um, to me, that is that's the home run that would be an amazing, amazing PvE endgame that you could spin into a raid, you could spin into who knows what. Mm-hmm. Um, but any yeah, any yeah. end game the fact that we're getting anything at all is more than i could have hoped for this quickly so i'm, I'm glad for that I, like i said i haven't yeah. completed a bounty since like november <laughs> so that that could actually pull me back in yeah that's that's a good thing like i i was thinking about it and obviously even though all of us are more focused on the pvp aspect of it one important thing to remember is like naturally by making pve better and having more of a thing to kind of grind for than just pvp at the end uh i think you're just naturally going to get more people who just randomly try pvp and then end up liking it Mm -hmm. which is like i think as we've said before just something that would be great if anybody could do in hearthstone if you could press that mercenaries button and press into pvp with a, a rented comp or a a weekly free comp or whatever and just try it and mess around like you can in Tavern Brawl when they have those pre-constructed ones. I think there's a huge uh, potential there, and I don't think that's something that would necessarily come anytime soon, but I'm definitely going to keep advocating for it because I think that it would really just get so many people who otherwise don't have an interest in trying the mode be will more willing to just give it a yeah. chance um when otherwise they wouldn't like i've seen i remember like sometimes when i'd be hopping through like random streams i'd just see there are people streaming the game and they still have those mercenaries tutorial packs because they don't even want to touch it <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like you, you just it would be great if uh because i know quite some time ago like uh yeah. xr on twitter talked about how he felt uh, personally that having a experience where you can just open up the game and just click play without necessarily having to uh, dive into the complexities of deck building is a really powerful thing for like getting people to play your game. And like, as much as I love like deck building and all that kind of stuff, I really like agree with that point. Like just being able to do something where people don't have to, uh, where they just have that accessibility where it's like, all right, I'm just going to try this. And I don't have to like, put in a lot of thought or effort to uh like be just be able to try it right right yeah and i think that actually segues really nicely into the the second part of this update that everybody has been hyped about since it was talked about at at merc's launch which is training grounds Mm -hmm. which is that ability to afk level a mercenary 
and uh, we we know at least essentially it's going to let you uh, start with you know you, you'll have two slots max whether or not you have to upgrade remains to be seen mm-hmm. but you can leave your mercenary there and they'll slowly accrue experience um, we know experience I don't think we've got a direct answer on whether or not coins are also coming out of this mm-hmm. but you know that would be incredible yeah, for really big, accessibility actually yeah if they yeah. Could, even if it was just a little bit of passive passive coins yeah. that would be really huge for even for the people who have a lot of stuff because even for people who have almost a complete collection getting those last like handful done is miserable it's an actively teeth, miserable experience and it's not one that you can just, it's not even something you can uh, buy your way out of unless you yeah, really, you really, really can't like gambling. At really, Trust really me, bad I tried. Odds. You can't. <laughs> like, I think it was episode three or four mm-hmm. when we talked about me trying to, to pay to win uh, Vanessa Van Cleef yeah. and, and missing entirely. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's bad. Don't try it at home. Yeah, I made that mistake when Edwin came out because I really, uh, really loved Edwin because I love him from constructed and yeah, i got no edwin coins like i finished my edwin right when i finished like my second mercenary like valera and what was the second one i didn't even finish the second one that much i think just when i finished valera i also happened to finish uh, uh edwin um but still I barely used him because i need to level my other pirates uh mainly vanessa right yeah. also sneeds for some good sneeds memes I, I will say that if you're playing with pirates, I think Black Flag is a trap. The the speed boost for other pirates, Maybe. I've really been enjoying the, um, and I'm blanking on the name of the equip, but the one that affects his uh, the skill too. The, or the always no, combo? No, not the healing. The always combo. Gotcha. The, it's a, a speed up and always mm-hmm. uh, combos his skill too, so you can get the immunity. He comes out and he hits like a truck, especially when you've got you know valira mm. sitting there and he works really fun with blink fox too because that that skill too has a cooldown which i think uh in my opinion is is part of what's keeping him from really mm. being you know tier one or tier s uh, yeah. and instead kind of sitting in that that mediocre middle ground mm-hmm. but that's another discussion i <laughs> Let's see um so the other, uh, the other kind of big thing other than training grounds, the change to uh, unlock for task seven for these new ones. Oh, yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting. Um, from everything I've read, this has been a like slightly controversial uh, announcement. Like Slightly? Really? Yeah. Like, slightly? Uh, I have been hearing <laughs> just a, every side of this argument, and maybe it's just the discords that I hang out in, but... <laughs> I'm really curious to hear what your guys' thoughts are on this because I have heard multiple takes, some of them hot, some of them terrible objectively. <laughs> cool. Uh so I wanna know I wanna know what my co hosts here think. Yeah. Um so when it, I personally I think it's a good change. And I think a reason for that is I think we really should be moving away from Mysterious Stranger being the end-all be-all of how you're supposed to grind stuff. Because I don't think it was ever intended for that. It was intended to make the grind less bad. But kind of, I think it was more of a passive thing that we've just learned to exploit for as much coins as possible. Because, you know, that's what happens with with min-maxing games like this. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I think changing, like before, there wasn't a reason to do uh, any of the heroic fights outside of if you happen to get a uh, a challenge or a task to do heroic, and then you could just do the beginning ones. There was no reason to do the higher end ones because the only thing you were getting was some additional coins sometimes. So it really wasn't, uh, just wasn't worth it outside of getting like an achievement. And mm-hmm. if that didn't really appeal to you, like for me, I haven't done all the heroics in this game, <laughs> like just cause I don't Same. care. I'll get yeah. to it eventually. But right now, uh, I mean, I'm probably going to do some of the, try to do some of them before the next patch, but, uh, I, I think they needed uh, a better reason to do this. Um, I think the concern from some people is more like an accessibility thing of, oh, what if I need one or two specific mercenaries to uh, farm this heroic? Because as we've mm-hmm. seen with some of the recent ones, some of the recent heroics can be pretty hard um, and require mm-hmm. a very specific angle to approach them at. And if you don't have the mercenary, if you don't have them leveled to a high enough uh spot which is usually at least like near pvp levels for if you're doing high level heroic stuff uh then maybe you can't easily get the equipment for these characters and i think that's the thing people are a little worried about but i feel like if they're going to put these equipment behind those heroics i i feel like they would kind of know that and try not make those bosses at like Make it so a more wide variety of characters can beat those bosses because that's something you actually have to do if you want to progress these right. mercenaries. Mullahu, what do, what are you thinking about this? I mean, yeah, I'm I. Without hearing it, I'm surprised that anyone would think that hiding the Task Seven behind a bounty would be a bad thing. To me, this is just strictly great in my mind. The bounties and all the heroics are borderline trivial as long as you have any kind of real collection and i think in general and in wow and another like blizz ip like if you're doing the heroic stuff there is an assumed degree of either commitment to the game or commitment to having a collection or like they they do say we're gonna assume that you've got some stuff mm-hmm. we're not gonna scale this around the brand new player like the yeah. the heroic experiences the mythic experiences are never tailored to the brand new player and so right I'm if anything, I'm all for making those heroics like hard yeah. and make it make it meaningful to have to get that task seven. Like make it tough. Okay. And if you have to grind another merc that makes it doable, then you are welcome to try that. Otherwise, you can find another way to do it. Like there are 50 merc, 60 mercs or whatever. Like you have a collection. I know that you can do it. Right. And so I would I if anything, I would lean towards saying this is a great change. Going up to Task 7, like so many of my mercs, my legendary mercs and stuff like that, I just don't care to do because I don't want to get to Frostmourne on Lich King. I just don't care. I'm not going to go through and do seven tasks for that. If anything, I would pick a different merc to do those seven tasks for, and I'm still not even picking them. So if I can just one shot get a Task 7, that sounds amazing to me. See, that's, that's, for me, good to hear, especially because you are our resident free-to-play expert right. uh, for, for mercenaries, because uh, that was a lot of, and I think zombies really hit the nail on the head, a lot of the criticism I was hearing was, um, and for what it's worth, I, I agree, that this is a, good, a strictly good change. 
Mm-hmm. I do understand the concern about, hey, you've got a new player with maybe only six mercs at level 30. And so if you have something like the um, Felwood 6 fight, where the final mm-hmm. boss is immune to all shadow damage, but weak to mm-hmm. holy, uh, you're SOL. Yeah. And mm-hmm. to that, I say, well, okay, I, I've beaten that fight with Natalie in my front line, forgetting that they were totally, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know. Uh, immune uh, number one number two it i think does it it's heroics this is pvp end game yeah. task seven in my opinion was supposed to be kind of the final thing mm-hmm. before maxing a merc which as we've discussed before uh, just based on the design uh we've seen doesn't seem like blizzard really expected people to be having all of these maxed mercs so quickly Not at all. Um, because because of how Mysterious Stranger Farming uh, Mm -hmm. came out. So, and again, you have really incredible uh, content creators in the community, uh, people like Old Guardian, who will come up with free-to-play friendly ways to clear these Mm -hmm. at some point. But if you want to clear them on day one, then you probably are more committed to this game than the person who's picking it up for the first time and trying to, you know... Uh, level their first team to to jump into the fighting pit or to start doing heroics and to expect that i think is a little bit um unfair of an expectation yeah i so I, i'm i'm all for this definitely change. i think that's a, a good point um i i understand the criticism especially with how accessible the rest of the hearthstone modes are like mm-hmm. y- if you're a new player and you want to play standard for ten dollars you can get a ladder ready deck or you can spend a week or two grinding out the deck and still do fine this season right Mm -hmm. so it's not like you could just jump straight into hearthstone standard or wild or you know to a lesser extent duels arena i guess battlegrounds you could just pick up and play but i i would argue that's an outlier here definitely um hopefully one day will have accessibility on the level of battlegrounds. That is what I mean I'm going for. But it's not maybe, gonna happen overnight. You know, it's it's not gonna happen that quickly if it does ever happen. But I think it is a good step in the right direction, right? Definitely. And and I personally like that now we have three distinct ways to unlock three distinct equipment. One's a freebie just for leveling the Merc. Mm-hmm. One via tasks, which you're going to get daily, even if you're not farming Mysterious Strangers. Yeah. And one as part of the reward for doing these harder heroic bounties, which, by the way, there are no current achievements for in-game. Oh, really? There's I didn't just, know that. There's, because I, I looked before i went to go clear out all my heroics when i was bored the other week and since i i couldn't find them doesn't mean they're not in there but i mean i i couldn't find them so there's literally no incentive even for my you know uh cute little uh fake internet points uh counter (laughs) yeah that's that's interesting i didn't know that um and we uh we did see for that 22.4 thing you mentioned it's not specified but there's been a lot of speculation and i i agree with some of it that it could definitely be the uh extra coin solution because i feel like that's one of those things Mm. you definitely cannot uh specify about if you don't know if it's shipping in that patch or not because people are very eager for to see what that's going to be 
Um, but I'm curious to see if it's that or if it's something else entirely um, that we just know nothing about yet. I, I honestly didn't even think about that. Yeah, it prob- I, I'm willing to jump onto the bandwagon and say that like, some kind of converter for extra coins Please. could be so could be good. on the way. I could see that. Okay. That I mean, that alone would solve, like you said, a lot of the accessibility issues for a lot of people. That I mean, in a weird way, extra coins mostly reward the players who are already like super oh, deep and too deep 100%. into it, which is kind of a problem. But and so it doesn't really help the new person. But if we're helping out the little guy with the training grounds, right? That is certainly if, especially if it's experience based, and we can't get coins, we can't get tasks. That's a very like new player friendly mechanic. And then if you get mm. the extra coins mechanic, that's the very like well established player mechanic. It just helps them finish that, it, that kind right? Because like as we've talked about before, and the the pains I'm feeling right now with finishing the last four mercenaries are brutal. Like I know I did the math. I talked to Frankie who uh, grinded out, finished grinding out his uh, what's it, Sky Admirable, right? And he told me it's about 200 coins an hour on one one. Once you have her, uh, once you have her skill one leveled up, I think um, it's just not worth it. It's just no, it's not, not worth it's it. So painful just, to hear. Just do PvP. Just play PvP. Just, just oh, don't. No, oh, I'm no. gonna watch through Arcane or something and do it on my phone. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. the way to do mercenaries grinding, in my opinion. I do not mm-hmm. like if I, I do not sit down at my computer and go away grinding. I'm either on my laptop or my phone, and I'm doing something else. My brain mm-hmm. is 100 percent not focused focused on the the actions and that is i think for me why i'm the most excited about the 22.4 um feature and and the end game system that paul alluded to uh coming you know with or shortly after that eventually whichever yeah Uh, because honestly for me when i heard about mercenaries i was most excited about the pve because yeah. i loved dungeon runs i love them oh, so really? much that's why, <laughs> that's why that's why i'm a duels main now um, no but in, in all seriousness i really enjoyed that uh, roguelike mm-hmm. hearthstone experience and i think if i could level up my mercenaries in the same way you uh, gear up in in world of warcraft by running dungeons over and over that didn't mm-hmm. feel like a grind to me it felt like i was playing the game yeah like, don't get me wrong it wasn't always the most engaging thing but it was way better than only farming dailies every day the same daily quest over mm-hmm. and over and over to get that piece of gear because and and we've talked about this before because i was playing the game the thing i want to do i can just keep doing it and by playing the game my mercenaries will level up. Instead, I'm currently not playing the game. I'm playing specifically Felwood 6 and, yeah. you know, Fighting Pit, which, don't get me wrong, I love PvP, I love playing PvP, but if you don't have the luxury of bringing a metacomp into the Fighting Pit, you it's can't... Really rough ex- right you, it's really rough <laughs> it's right really now. It's really rough right now. Especially with the fact that, like, you're either running into Valera or a Valera counter, mm-hmm. and someone name a Valera counter that is not currently a legendary mercenary. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. it's, it's, uh... Okay, fine. Okay, <laughs> fine. But, but it doesn't even count, because then if you don't have Malfurion and if you don't have Anduin... You need legendaries right, with them. It doesn't count. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. Um... Well, you can run beasts, but, uh, again, Rexar, legendary. Yeah. So... And trust me, it does not work well with Lady Anaconda. <laughs> Our resident beast expert. Uh, 
one day. I'm working on some spicy Trigor stuff, so hopefully we can talk about that a bit next week, along with new mercs. Yep, he's another one I have to put in, like, six hours in to finish. That's going to be really fun. And I'm doing it before, uh, this is going to be a great segue here, an upcoming tournament. So, this, <laughs> listeners, I I cannot tell you how proud of I am of Mullahu because he he teased us with this. He's like, I've got a thing. It's coming up, and I can't say anything, but keep an eye out. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm sure I'm going to hear about this in our private Discord. No, we heard nothing. This was as much a surprise to me as it probably was to all of you when it hit Twitter uh, the other day. And. I am terrible at keeping secrets, which is why I'm so <laughs> impressed with Mullahu. My respect for him is, is way up high right now because I would have been like, guys, check out this cool thing I'm doing. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> and he was, nah, uh Zip. So, so Mullahu, tell us, tell us about this. Tell us, tell us all of the goodness that's coming. Yes. So most importantly, from the creators of the world's first mercenaries tournament, mm-hmm. we are going to be bringing you the world's first Biggest prize pool open mercenaries tournament. Not $100 for first place, not $200 for first place, oh not $300 for first place, not $400 for first place, five hundo for number one. Lud- truly ludicrous. When was the last time that there was even a standard tournament that was just an open that you could take half a grand for first place? It's yeah, truly, it blew me away to hear about this and this being sponsored by Hearthstone Replay very graciously. Um, this is in conjunction with a new release for some form of content that is related to Hearthstone Replay that is going to be publicly available right before the tournament. We're going to be showcasing it live on stream. The stream will be probably, I think we're going to be using my stream. Mm -hmm. Um, but $500 for first place. I think it goes, I think it's 500, 250, and then 100, 100, something like that. But basically top four gets triple digit payouts. And we're expecting a good amount of people, a single elimination, but it's an extremely cool format too, which is the oh, other yeah. really cool thing. What we've is seen a lot of formats. Yeah, so we've seen a lot of different ones. I was personally advocating originally for kind of like a magic style where it was double elimination. You bring one deck, you're rewarded for playing your one deck. Maybe you have a sideboard, you play best of threes with that one deck, yada, yada. Uh, then we started to see some like the heavy sideboard options where you bring a deck, you're locked in, and then you have some options off of the bench. This is very different. Now, you're gonna sign up with your six mercs and it's single elimination, it's best of three, but as soon as you lose a game against your opponent, you pick two of your mercenaries from your original six to keep, you sub out the other four, and you get to pick any merc with any equipment from your collection and sub those in for game two. And then you have to win with that. If you lose, you're dead. If you win, then your opponent has to sub out, and now they get to go into their entire collection and bring out whatever they want to counter your thing. So it's very, it's called Last Mercenary Standing, basically. It's very much so like Last Hero Standing from uh, Standard. Brand new format. I'm really excited to try it. It's going to be like insanely intense to not lose that first game. Because just like Last Hero Standing, if you lose first, then you're just behind the ball. The entire game, your opponent starts countering you. Instead of best of five, it's best of three. And yeah. so it's going to run away from things really quickly, but it's going to reward some crazy deep strats. So I'm so excited. Now, January 22nd, by the way. January 22nd. Now, one question about that. Yes. So um, the the person who loses is the one who ends up switching. 
if they do win mm-hmm. that second game, are they locked into what they switched into, or do uh, and does the other person then have to do the switching? Yeah, as far as I understand it, the as soon as you when you lose is the only time you can switch. Gotcha. Okay, that's just what I wanted to, to double check. That's really cool. I I think this is a really interesting format, and it kind of is going to uh, emphasize really good knowledge of the current mm-hmm. meta. Um, and one thing that's really interesting that um, I'm sure some people didn't think about is that if we do happen to get this patch on Tuesday or Thursday of next oh, week, there is going to be probably another four new mercenaries, three or four new mercenaries that uh, are basically <laughs> going to be totally unknowns, right? We, we know nothing yeah. about the new mercs coming in other than that it's probably going to be dragon related. So it's we have no idea what's going to come, and if the last two releases are any indication, there's going to be at least one really busted thing in there, if not. So more. zombies, you're saying I should spend the rest of the week maxing my voon? <laughs> your gruel. Prepare actually. your dragons. Yeah. I, I oh say, yes. Do you ooh. max gruel or voon? Oh. <laughs> Which direction? Yeah, Western man. Alex, too. Don't forget Alex. I, I will say, as of this recording. Uh, there are already 14 players signed up and yeah. as someone who has run these tournaments before I can promise you that will probably double before we actually hit the um, uh, the, the, the launch right the launch date even yeah. right the the day the tournament starts is what they call that um, and so it uh, looking at these names real quick you see a lot of uh, community celebrities that we've seen perform really well in previous tournaments. Mm-hmm. We have Wizard Beast, uh, who we talked about. Uh, you know, uh, the he was kind of the foil to our hero in the yeah. Popper tournament uh, before the new year. We have Mana, who has been absolutely crushing it uh, in a couple of tournaments. I uh, zombies and myself are already mm-hmm. signed up, uh, and I'm seeing a couple others, both people who played in um, Popper and folks who have played in uh, other tournaments as well. So really, really exciting to see some of uh, the community's best already getting involved. And um, looking now, it's it's actually $1,000 plus in prizes mm-hmm. because top 16 yes, are getting sure. something, right? Mm-hmm. If you finish in top eight, six months of HS replay uh, premium, bundle uh if you finish in uh 9 to 16 one month hs replay premium bundle so they're clearly expecting 32 plus folks here because i personally am not generous enough to pay out all 16 (laughs) people who showed up for our popper tournament i respect you all deeply i'm so glad you came to play but i don't have that kind of moolah so uh i i'm i am so excited for this and uh, the sneak peek at the unreleased uh, HS Replay features that have to mm. do with Mercs, which I'm sure Mullahu has secrets about, now that I know his head is full of secrets. Uh, I, I have no idea. I don't know if Zombies has any idea. Maybe I'm in the dark here, but uh, there's so much to get excited about, and Blizzard hasn't even given us patch notes yet. Yeah, right. Okay, I consider that this is all with no Blizzard input whatsoever. Like, this yeah. is truly yet another insane just metric set by the community and by the people that are well invested in this and an amazing opportunity to reward the people that were committed like this is this is the highest prize purse that we've seen and like a Mm -hmm. a straight up 
100% legitimate reason to have yeah. spent all of the money that you spent on mercenaries, all the time that you spent mm -hmm. on mercenaries. Like this is this is real. And this is setting oh, yeah. a precedent that looks great for the future. Oh yeah. It's it, very exciting. This is going to reward you. This type of format is the first one we've seen that will actively reward you for having a deep collection. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. The folks who have had their mercs maxed for, you know, all their their whole collection maxed uh, until now the best you got from that was some achievement points and a very special color for your name on the hs mercs discord <laughs> that was oh, yeah. it now you are coming in fully loaded to the gills whereas someone even like me and zombies i think zombies you said you're missing four i think i'm mm -hmm. missing six or seven um like for all i know it's gonna be Jaraxxus that I needed to like come out and stop my opponent opponent and he is not maxed for me so uh, someone who has that is going to have a leg up on me and that is really cool to see especially with how much we are trying to help uh, new folks come in it's going to be really fun to see this kind of upper echelon these folks with the maxed collections and see what they can do with all of those tools at their disposal yeah definitely it's this this event is the uh, I really loved all the, the prior Mercenaries event, including the one we put on and others in the community. They've been really great, but this is the first event where I'm like, I have an actual incentive to like yeah. grind this and try yeah. and learn this and try and do my best to like win this. Because like, they, those are some very real prize, <laughs> prize uh, pools. So uh, for the top four, it is like Mohu said, 500 for first place. 250s for second place and third and fourth place both get 125 so that right. is a super super generous prize pool in addition to all that uh hs replay premium which is awesome yeah. because they have some really sweet stats over there and like previously mentioned they're going to be having a new mercenaries edition to their site which should be live by the time the tournament kicks off on the 22nd and Mullahu, who maybe you can answer this question but i don't know what an hs replay bundle is do you, like are we talking like okay i get both of the 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 standard uh, kind of data the battlegrounds data tier to tier 7 i think that one's called and then whatever this unreleased mercenaries thing is like is that what bundle means i'm so that's a good question. I, I don't know for sure. My closest okay. answer is that it's like in terms of just like a multi a multi month mm -hmm. bundle in that sense. Like I think sure, it's yeah. also to like you Got get a, a six months of a bundle in that in that yeah. way. But yeah. I mean, most likely, I'm sure it does give you full access to everything. And like we said, oh. new Mercs content, like a, a new a new function. Like I honestly, I got super used to using. Um, just even just regular like Hearthstone replay without looking at top one K legend, mm -hmm. without Same. looking at top war, yeah. anything. I'll use it all the but time. if exactly, but but if there are like legitimate mercenaries related data and info that I can get all of a sudden now with the with the pro subscription or something like so that, like spicy. that's legit. And so again, spicy. whether it's battlegrounds, lobby legends is going to be coming out yeah. right around the corner. Yet another great reason to have Ooh. a deck tracker mm -hmm. to have Hearthstone replay. I mean. The incentives are only getting better and better. Like the actual equity in a Hearthstone replay subscription literally is increasing by like 25%. And I consider myself our resident uh, vicious syndicate sh shill, right? <laughs> but HS replay has found my weakness and it's that it's that I can be bought. So it just 
for for everybody out there developing something new tangster can be bought i will shill for you for less than you probably think (laughs) our advertising board yeah but in all seriousness just for this a six month bundle i would happily join this tournament for that Mm. prize alone and they're throwing cash for top four on top of this i am literally over here getting chills our community is so awesome you guys like this this is i don't open invite huge cash prize i don't know what else to say about this except that i am hyped yeah and i will be releasing no information about comps i'm testing between (laughs) now and the tournament so don't come here for it gonna gonna keep it keep it on the the down low that uh, uh internal preparation we're, we're gonna be scheming like yugi and kaiba and the, the duelist oh you know that's right <laughs> yeah start start scrapping with whoever whoever whatever friends you got also honestly you can use the discord too right the mm-hmm. discord has you functions to be able to find people to play right. against like this is exactly. now again a real incentive to just find even literally just like random people mm-hmm. just anyone that wants to throw down and play like best of fives just literally finds if you want to play in this tournament I fully expect you to be practicing with somebody and playing this format because it's weird. It's weird. You're going to have to get used to it. You're going to learn some tricks real quick that if people are not practicing for this, you're going to have another leg up. And this is the first time where a $500 incentive should be a reason to play. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should should crack open the uh, Fighting Pit Podcast Lab and stream some Mm -hmm. of our prep. uh, That'd be cool. Feeling generous, you know? That'd be sweet. Do a best of five stream. That could be fun. I'm... I would love to love to guest could, spot if yeah. you guys no, need someone to I beat could, up I on. Could on that. No, that'd be sweet. Yeah, because I, I think I'm the lowest fun. ranked of the three of us right now. So if you need to crack my head just to lap some stuff <laughs> out, I, I'm more than happy to help. Awesome. Hey, yeah. you got the collection. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know that's, you know that's right. <laughs> that's one thing I really hope we see eventually is like in standard, where that's actually how, or just constructed in general. That's how I've got a few of my friends into playing the game was. Uh, they didn't really have an interest in investing a whole ton of time or money into it, but a few times we just wanted to play randomly, and mm-hmm. so we just went into a private match, and I just gave him all my decks, and yeah, that is one really awesome benefit of the digital uh, atmosphere of Hearthstone compared to a physical card game, um, and it's, it makes it kind of like a physical card game where if you own all these decks you can lend it to your buddy to play a game with you. And I think even something as simple as that in Mercenaries would be really, really huge, um, especially for testing for events like this. Um, Because in an event like this, as was previously mentioned, it rewards uh, having a more full collection because that way, if you do get that first loss and you're switching Mercenaries, you have the fullest uh, amount of options available to pick that hopeful counter to shut down what your opponent did to beat you last game. So it's really, uh, I think it's going to be a really interesting format, and I'm excited that it's a new format, because as much as I love regular sideboard formats and some of the other ones we've tried so far, I think this is a really cool way to try something new. Absolutely. I think, I don't think the community at large has kind of decided on the competitive yeah. format yet i, I think we're definitely, definitely seeing it yet. still evolve and, and i personally have been racking my brain for new formats to to try out for for our events and I, i'm kind of having trouble because all of the quote typical ones like uh, Malahu, your point about the the magic the gathering style you know mm. we've seen the conquest format um at the uh invitational last year um 
we've done sideboards we've done single double mm-hmm. best of three best of five i was running out of ideas and to see them come up with something so unique mm-hmm. is really exciting yeah and so i'm pumped to try it for myself and, and see hey maybe maybe it's this one right mm-hmm. who, who knows just doing more limit testing for blizzard once they finally for the 2023 season the 2023 <laughs> mercs grandmasters we gotta mm-hmm. someone's gotta figure it out oh yeah yeah, yeah, this is really the way to do it. And the fact that it's happened, that we're getting a community event uh, this big so early on is also really huge too. Because like, um, obviously I'm not a big Battlegrounds player, but I'd imagine when that mode, I remember when that mode came out and like mm-hmm. dipping my toes into it. And I'd imagine it took a fair amount of time for a tournament scene to eventually develop for that mode. Because it was such a new and different thing for Hearthstone that also went undergone a lot of changes in the time that it released. You know, Battlegrounds on release and Battlegrounds today are like two totally different games, right? Aside from like core mechanics. Um, so I think, and I think Mercenaries is going to reflect that too in a way where I think as the pool gets bigger and more powerful Mercenaries mm. get added, um, I think it's going to be really funny to like go back and look at the the early days it's gonna be kind of like if you know constructed looking at where we're at now and remembering uh innervate innervate yeti being one of the power <laughs> most powerful uh plays in the game in classic just getting a turn one vanilla four five that can beat your opponent's face in and now on turn six or seven or eight we're killing people on one turn so it's it's really uh things have changed a lot in in hearthstone and all the modes uh are kind of like that in one way or another so i'm excited to see how mercs ends up changing in those ways because i've i've seen it in pokemon over the years as the competitive roster got uh bigger it really changed like so so much because all it takes is a small amount of new additions i mean we saw it with valera right that is, uh, if there is any mercenary that can totally uh, warp a meta around it, it has been Valera. And that can be negative in some ways, but it can also be positive in others. Because in this particular case, I think we have gotten more variety after the addition of these new mercenaries than we had in the prior meta, where it was kind of dominated by Samuro and a lot of Shadow. You, mm-hmm. Like... Those weren't the only things you could play to compete, but if you didn't have a plan for them, you might as well not be playing because you're going to hit them a large percentage of your game. And now that the Valera meta has kind of uh, been refined a bit, we've had all this time to figure stuff out. I think kind of the equivalent of the what we were seeing in the beginning is now Valera Grom X, and X being, you know, whatever that third is, Thrall is probably one of the most popular, and it's kind of insane. I played it for the uh, the first time, like, actually sitting down and playing, like, a decent amount of games with it, and I went 10 and no. It just, it <laughs> was like, it was not fair what I was doing to people. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. there was some high roll in there, but, like, it was, like, uh, uh, it was disgusting. I couldn't believe it. I was going to say, out of curiosity, how... Did you play MAM at all? Because actually, I posted my recent MAM thing, and mm-hmm. someone reached out to me and it was asking, like, against Grom Valera, 
um they're all like what do you do i'm kind of just like getting body and then i've been playing it again recently mm -hmm. and it actually feels like a good matchup for ma'am and so okay did did you run into that at all up there uh a little bit so i uh not so. when i was i i ran into ma'am that night but not while i was on the uh that mm -hmm. specific deck that was actually when i switched to the nature valira with the the big stomp karen mm -hmm. oh in the back. yeah and that was just disgusting against ma'am it's like the, the, no, that that that's the deck that I would play if I if I got my Valera up. It would be the like nature. It's so good. It is the most fun deck stomp. in the game right now for me. It's not even close. Like the big stomp on Karen is insane in this very Valera dominated meta. Because think about like what nine out of ten backbenches run Cookie. Like one of mm -hmm. the only backbenches that doesn't run Cookie is like the one that buffs up Diablo, Illidan, and Karen. But almost every other backbench uh, runs Cookie right now. And so a lot of times your reincarnation from Karen, sometimes it's more of a liability than actually getting you value and doing something. Because, like, if they get one, they get that initial Cookie Snipe to deny his action, then that's a 45 health swing and you lose a thing. And then if they get to do that again, it's just like... Yeah. That can just seal the game sometimes. And it's so, and the extra damage on Valyria is huge. So it's five extra damage to stop. So stop is 15. That's 30 damage on a Valyria with the crit. Mm. And there have been more than one situation where that was relevant. Like, it, yeah, and I, and yeah, it's nuts. Outside of Natalie right now, who is tickling Valyria mm -hmm. at best, there is not a lot of AoE in the meta. Mm -hmm. you, you're not seeing. Uh, you know, the the options are there, but no one really wants to cast Malf's AoE, mm -hmm. right? Or, or you know... Not um, for damage, Anduin. anyway. And, Anduin is the other one that's got the, the a pretty mm -hmm. decent AoE. But again, tickling Valera at best. We really don't have anything outside of uh, some RNG uh, off Grom or someone like that mm -hmm. Uh who can chain hit Valera in stealth? Right, and chain, chain lightning, lightning. Really again, again coming yeah. coming off a caster, mm -hmm. right? right? So it's and in fairness, chain lightning is definitely more than a tickle, but yeah. it it means you gotta usually lose a merc because I'm not seeing Drukhan being led very much these days. I think, and that's what the big stomp leads, right? Like what yeah. for for what it's worth, what what is the big stomp? So comp? for those, yeah, who, run us down. <laughs> for those who don't know, I put out a video on it earlier this week. Um, but Big Stomp was a comp that was brought to me by W. Garrison. I think it's actually the comp that Oko took number one 14k with, uh, yep. two. Nice. So what you lead with is you lead Malfurion, Rukan, and Valera. And so basically what you do is you speed up with your Malfurion. Usually you uh, ramp up your nature but sometimes it's correct to slow because especially against other valira mirrors sometimes it's good to get the slow especially if grom's their only combo enabler because then you can make it so their valira can't combo a second turn in a row um yeah. which is kind of a muddy footing on one you mean yeah because you're going to be going after them most of the time because they're going to combo their valira so all their stuff's going to go so it'll be active next turn but a lot of the time you do want the nature scaling because this is a very nature focused comp and that's the benefit of this comp, and now the cat's going to be out of the bag a little bit because I broke it down a little, but Valir is your third lead. And the thing with this this comp is all three of those leads are incredibly powerful threats. Whereas some leads, it feels like, like Frost is a great example. Frost, it's almost never a question. You focus down the Jaina, right? 
because Jane enables the scaling and she enables the big snaps and things getting out of control. But with this comp, it's like, I find a lot of people have a hard time, at least when I was first playing it, uh, identifying what the proper thing to focus is. And if you make that mistake on turn one and maybe turn two, that pretty much loses you the game a lot of the time, mm-hmm. which is pretty insane. But it's because of the residual healing that Malfurion provides mm-hmm. along with the scaling of Brukan, And then you get some a little Valera speed thrown in there. Like the big thing about this comp is you can't combo Valera on turn one, but you don't care about doing that because you don't care if Valera dies. Valera is kind of bait. She's, she's kind of, a lot of people focus Valera mm-hmm. because they're so scared of her. But she, but you end up healing unless she gets like one shot by a thrall, or getting like super focused by like double reds. Like you just end up healing her up. You get that phantom knives off. You are insanely fast because you have both the mouth speed and the Valera speed um, from the fan. And then next turn you can combo her if she's still alive. And if she dies, then you get a free swap into Karen. Now you'll still have faster speed from the mouth. That doesn't mean you're necessarily going to outspeed an opposing Valyria comp, but against a lot of other stuff, you're much faster. Um, so it just it works really, really well, like way better than I thought it was going to work. And yeah, just playing the the equipment on Karen is really fun because you, especially when so the correct thing like ninety percent of the time you kill the Brucon. Brucon is the thing that lets that comp. Uh, really get away with doing some disgusting things um, because if the mouth dies it's like yeah you lose your healing and mouth is really good but Brukan is the one that just the scaling his damage enables when they leave him alone um, especially with uh, chain lightning it's just insane interesting so who, who are the other two on the bench we know you've got Karen back there so it's a CDC bench uh, so standard okay. CDC bench. The only difference is you're not running reincarnation on Karen. Interesting. Okay, I'm gonna have to give that a go. It. Last question. Mm-hmm. If you lose Valera uh, on, let's say, turn one mm-hmm. after you get your fan of knives off, uh, is that a Valera buff where uh, you know it's like um, if she dies, then you're not getting that fan of knives buff on turn two, mm-hmm. or is that something she's buffing? your mercs with does that make sense i yeah so are you are you asking are the is the one you bring in subject to that buff as well as the other two no i'm just making sure the other two at least get that buff if she got the attack off then i believe it is like an aura where it it goes over into the next turn i'm pretty sure because it's so it's not like if you if you kill voljin Mm -hmm. uh, suddenly natalie's going on six instead of on two yeah i i think because of how it's worded, whereas Vulgens is passive, this is specifying uh, other mercenaries next turn. Uh, well, so actually, I have a better example. If you okay. kill Malf after he's yeah. done uh, the um, his skill one, which the name I'm, I'm blanking The nature out. one. Yeah. Scenarian Surge. Scenarian Surge. You know, yeah, you, you do, do lose that. Oh, it's, you it's, lose... it's applied to Malf. Really? Yeah. Oh. And, and I think it's the same way for Phantom Knives. Okay. Yeah, okay. I could be wrong about that then, because mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever paid a whole ton of attention to that interaction. 
Okay. Um, I'll I'll have to. I'm gonna do some testing. You've got me interested. I'm gonna have to check out that zombies video. Uh, <laughs> I hear that guy is really good, and his channel is incredibly educational. Uh, so I'm gonna have to check out but all joking aside uh i have been so bad about team building recently and the videos you've been putting out recently zombies have been awesome in keeping me uh kind of up to speed on on what is being brewed as i'm uh, moving over to to duels while i'm getting kind of a little stale on on the mark side so uh deeply appreciate you sir thanks we're in the we're in the patch waiting room right now and um, I think we won't, as it's been alluded to, have to wait too much longer. I think it's going to be sometime I don't next think so. week, probably, I'd imagine, Tuesday. But we've seen Thursday patches before, too. So it could be either or. But, like, I think I feel pretty confident in guessing that it's going to be next week, especially with how people are starting to sour more on Standard now that uh, Weapon Rogue <laughs> is kind of taken over and, and all that stuff. Yes, uh, we here at the Fighting Pit Podcast fully support the hard deletion of Toxic Rogue and Mozaki Mage. <laughs> yes, yes, please. Yeah, both of them. And please. also uh, uh, full-on deleting Rokara in Wild and banning cheaters. Yes, yes. Okay. Ten, ten so, times. You yes, know, please. Just so everyone's clear on where we stand <laughs> on the hot-button issues of the Hearthstone can, meta today. You can throw the Hunter quest in there, too. But yeah, pretty there much. You, uh, that's, oh, okay. <laughs> that's, uh, those, those, would, those would fix a lot of my grievances with that format. <laughs> but that's a, that's a discussion for another time. <laughs> I think so. And speaking of, I, I think we're getting to the end of our time here. Zombies, I don't know if you came up with an out- outro question for this uh, episode, but I have one if you don't have Go one. Go for it. Yeah. Go for All it. right. So uh, we know that Paul himself is working on this uh, new feature. He, he teased it in the, the post we talked about uh, earlier in the show. What do you think that feature is? Not, not, uh, well, I'll let you choose. What do you hope it is? Mm-hmm. And what do you think it is? Okay. Those for the PvE like stuff? Same? Or yeah, after those, that? The un- I, whatever so, uns- it's I, not specified the pve stuff is I, specified so it's not that it's his unspecified right, okay. thing he's trying thing. to get in and, and i will i will read the, the, the sentence again uh mm-hmm. 22.4 trying to see if we can deliver on a new feature that i'm actively working on right now hopefully we can make this in time that is the feature i'm talking so so just a little bit of uh, a guessing game here and you can tell me what you're hoping what you think or both, whatever it is. All right, what yeah, you got? I like that. Um, All right, I've I've got a hoping, okay. um, or like I've got my answers at least. I think okay. I'm hoping that it's the that it's a payoff for, especially if the training grounds are more centered on the new player experience. I'm hoping that whatever this is is, especially when he's like, I I hope we get it in time. Right. But it's kind of like probably less of a priority because it could be geared towards again that like. 0.01% that are the freaks like us that are just doing everything. Um, so I, hopefully it's the coin fix. Mm. But I'm going to say the more realistic answer might be um, collection share. Like being able to duel your, duel your friend and share your mercenaries. I think something like that is actually like, again, the implementation is there in the other games. It might just be a matter of like porting it over, so it doesn't actually re- like need a ton, a ton, a ton of stuff. It is doable within like a couple of weeks, a couple of months if they know they've mm-hmm. been planning for it. Mm-hmm. So those will be my two answers. Where hopefully it's a, something as insane as like you just get a one to one coin conversion rate. Um, <laughs> but then oh, more realistically, but would be amazing would be the the character 
collection sharing so you can just get your friends to start playing with you yeah oh those are good answers i like uh, i like uh, those, those Z- zombies too. what are you what are you thinking yeah so that's that's a good question um what i think it is i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna say i think it is going to be uh whatever the fix for coins is or mm-hmm. solution to help us with our extra coin problem because mm-hmm. they they haven't talked about it specifically in a little while, but the last time it was talked about, I feel like they made clear it's like, yes, this is something we are very actively like trying to figure out. And I I don't envy the position of trying to uh, come up with the solution that's going to make everybody happy while yeah. not giving away everything for nothing. <laughs> like right. it's uh, right. cause, but again, as, as Malhu said, this is, the extra coin stuff is really more targeted towards the end game topper percentage people who put a ton of time into the mode already whereas i'm sure and like and even you put a ton into the time ball who uh, into the mode already and you still are far far away from like a complete collection right because you're you... oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I, I think i have five max mercs five. like out of all of them. really i really I, I would have expected at least like the the og ma'am from you to be maxed already nope actually from ma'am the only mercs that i have maxed are mouth and i bet you did hand doing for the breakpoint when it because there, there used to be a breakpoint before mm. cookie yeah no no yeah no i don't think i have mouth oh, maxed I mean, I don't think I have Anduin Max. I actually don't even... Mukla is very close, and Mukla's breakpoints actually matter more. Oh, so no I, I'm gotcha. still not even at that point. Actually, in a weird way, Mukla being lower health might be better to fight against Valera, so it can have lower health, so That's she punches that. Point. So I'm kind of waiting off on maxing him. <laughs> I need, like, 40 coins, but I'm, I'm not sure. Right but yeah, there. no. Honestly, it's it really hasn't impacted my experience at all. Like, hitting top 200 without Max Mercs, like, very easily, so... Yeah, well, good. I... Yeah, I like I like those answers. I think mm-hmm. you are uh, being very reasonable. Uh, so I'm going to be unreasonable. I'm going to take <laughs> a dark horse answer. Uh, I have this distinct memory of of talking to Paul in Discord in like early November, and he said something to the extent of, "I'll have to lab that out tonight." And I poked him on that. I said, "What do you mean?" And what I pulled from it is that there exists essentially a developer tool that lets him play against himself uh, with his collection so he can start figuring out what the lines are and, and what is balanced and what isn't. That'd be incredible. I am hoping that we get a lab. I that want to be, be really able cool. to take a three-on-three merc battle with myself so I can figure out what the right opening lines are. I don't uh-huh. expect it. I don't actually think it. This is a pie in the sky. <laughs> hope beyond hope. Dark horse that like he we we talked about it once and it was never mentioned again. But I cannot let go of it. <laughs> so no, I like that, that. That's my guess. That's a good one. I do like that. I really. I would not really bet like money on this, but I'm still <laughs> guessing it. Just. Uh... I know Ixar. Ixar was also just talking about in one of the AMAs recently. Somebody asked them about uh, just like yeah the the ability to kind of like give players almost more so like give giving like content creators a way to be able to do things like this or just like Mm -hmm. give the community a tool function Mm -hmm. and he was in favor of it and i wonder if that favoritism could be rooted in any kind of actual developments like on the the team side of things it it could be yeah It's, it's possible what i took from that ama is that uh he 
wanted it to happen, but there was a great deal of uh, development overhead for it because it would be brand new um, everything. And so I I don't... I hope he wasn't just spitballing. I want to believe that there's something behind that, that they've thought about this internally and it's on a roadmap somewhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I am pessimistic. (laughs) I mean, with Mercs, it, it, it could only... It's so much easier to do with Mercs, you'd have to imagine, than with Standard, where you don't have to worry about, like two different hands of cards that are going in. Like, right. no, no, no. Like, yeah. Mercs is just like, no, be you click these easier. buttons, just say like ABC versus CBA. What happens? Right. Yeah. That, that seems like it should be easier again. Do I know anything? No. And but, that would be an awesome feature if there are going to be more uh, bigger tournaments down the line. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I Absolutely. could just go and mess around just playing on my own to see, you know, this is what I'm expecting to run into a bunch what is the best thing I can bring in as a counter? If I can do all that on my own, like it just more people will be able to test um, for events mm-hmm. like that than there would be able to otherwise. Because not everyone either has someone to practice with, or sometimes you do have people to practice with, but the times just don't always met, uh, match up. You know, life gets in the way. It's just it's it can be tricky to find that time. Um, to put it and to if you really want to like you know max those percentage chances of you winning you this is an event you're going to definitely need to put some time into if you go into it blind Mm -hmm. i think you're going to have a really hard time with kind of the decision making in sideboarding uh Mm -hmm. those new mercs because it's as someone who's you know played in a few events with just a small two or three mercenary sideboard there's already a ton of decision making there and that's with your selection being limited this there's no limit at all you have your whole collection of mercenaries to choose from so it's like you can just like it's going to pay off a lot to know those fringe interactions and fringe counters because like in uh constructed this is a format that kind of uh, rewards that more than standard uh, regular ladder does, which is kind of a cool parallel from like the uh, competitive scene in other parts of the game. And let's not forget how we found out about Karen Diablo in the first place. That was a fringe interaction until Leaf mm-hmm. brought it into the first tournament. Mm-hmm. And now it is a meta staple. Find everywhere. us find us the next meta staple listener yeah (laughs) Uh, and play in the play in the tournament and if you don't want to play in it and you just want to you know get in on some sweet mercs action uh and and enjoy watching it be sure to catch it at molahu's twitch so that's going to be a great uh great little segue into our ending bit of where can we find you guys here on the internet well, you can find me at yep, twitch.tv slash Mullahoo, and same thing on Twitter. You search Mullahoo, and at esports.gg, if you search there, uh, read some art personal articles over there. I'm actually currently in the middle of putting out a Thief Rogue guide that nice. also has a guide inside it for my version of Thief Rogue, which has been performing unbelievably. So, stuff coming uh, down the way. Sweet. Yeah, and you can find me uh, on Twitter uh, at Tangster1922 uh, on Discord. Uh, any Mercs related Discord, I am <laughs> lurking there uh, at, at Tangster. Uh, and as always, you can find me on the official uh, Fighting Pit Twitter account at Fighting Pit. Awesome. And you probably know it already, but you can find me on YouTube, Zombies Go Nom Nom. Also, the same on Twitch. 
Z instead of the S though for zombies. I've been doing some more streams over there and uh, pretty close to affiliate. I think we just need like two more streams and I, I'm good. Ooh, nice. So hopefully I get that this week. So uh, usually it's uh, nighttime, sometime EST nighttime, eight or 9 p.m. onwards. And sometimes I go really late if I'm feeling it or if I'm high rolling like I was uh, two nights ago. <laughs> so it's been a really Can't fun. stop if you're winning. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's dangerous when I was playing Gladiator, so the, the not Gladiator, uh, Roulette, so the idea is you switch when you lose, and I had to stop, because I wasn't, I was going to keep playing, <laughs> like, it just, after 10 and 0, I'm like, alright, I'm, I want to play something different, <laughs> like, I, this yeah. is going really well, but I need, I, like, it was just too much, because I, it was supposed high, to be a short stream, problems. it was supposed to be, like, like, an hour or two stream that turned into, like, a four hour stream, but <laughs> it was really great, so if, yeah, you, you don't know, come uh, come hang out there of course all these links will be in the description as well as a link to the tournament itself so definitely encourage anyone who even has a remote interest sign up for it you've got nothing to lose there's it's fully open there is no uh pay to play aspect here of like entering the event so even if you don't have everything the you know the only way to know you're going to lose is to not enter and not try it right so and you don't have to pick your lineup like you can yes. sign up and you don't have to lock in who you're playing. That, so like sign up now. That's just an get important the spot thing to mention. And then show up. Because I had a question about that before that got answered for me, which is great. But in case anyone else has this question who's not familiar with Battlefly, uh, basically when you're signing up for the event, it's going to ask you for your six mercenaries. You are not locked in when you sign up. You are allowed to change that before the event. It's just part of the Battlefly process. Um, so don't worry about if you don't have your lineup set, like, I don't know what I'm bringing yet. Just throw six in there and you can change them later. And because Battlefly is more set up for traditional constructed Hearthstone it is going to ask you for a deck code. So it's pretty much entirely irrelevant. Just go on HS replay, grab a random deck code, throw it in there. And it's not going to be used for anything, but it's just part of the UI element. Because uh, it's obviously Mercenaries is new and it's not designed for Mercenaries. So I did want to put that in there for anyone who signs up because those were some questions I had when uh, I was signing up for it. But yeah, definitely check that out. I'm super excited um, and I'm probably going to do a another kind of video focusing on it maybe next week just to drum up the hype a little bit more as we get closer to it. So anyone who you know maybe didn't watch this, they might be more aware um, because I really want, you know, this is a big big prize pool and a lot of support. Um, so I really want to, you know, get as many people involved with this as is possible. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for us today. As always, you can find us here on my YouTube. You can find us on all your regular podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple, RSS feed, etc. But that's going to do it for episode six of The Fighting Pit. Thank you so much for watching and we will catch you all in the next one. Peace. All right.